Welcome to our Self Mastery Journey podcast. We are so excited to have you along for the ride. We are your hosts, Kirsty and Michael Pratt. We started this podcast because we wanted to share with you the tools we use in our daily lives and our clients' daily lives to cultivate better health, confidence, authentic love, leadership skills, conscious relationships, and living out your life's purpose. Another big reason why we started this podcast is to build a community. Not only do we offer our Self Mastery Journey podcast, we also offer an exclusive online community to dive even deeper into the tools we share. We offer extended versions of our podcast episodes, bi-weekly coaching calls, bonus content, and so much more. Without further ado, let's dive into this podcast episode and give you the tools needed to live your best life. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning back into Do You Hear the Call? And the call we're speaking of is the call of the wild, the call of nature. And this episode, we're going to take a deep dive into, you know, how Kirsty and I have learned to use nature to our benefit and to help ourselves heal, to connect to nature, uh, to learn how to care for nature and how caring for nature helps us care for ourselves and the other people around us. Um, I'm actually very excited to, to go into this podcast because nature is one of my one of my favorite things. And uh, I don't want to speak for Kirsty, but I believe it's one of her favorite things as well. Absolutely. It's an archetype. Archetype of mine. That's pretty heavy. Mm. That's I would say it's one of in my top four um, <clears throat> archetypes is uh, nature, nature woman, nature girl. Mm. Yeah. And if you don't know what an archetype is, an archetype is um, essentially like a hat in a way that you don't necessarily pick it it picks you and it's like this call of deeply um pulling you in a sense and um yeah yeah i have lots to say so i'll let i'll, I'll let you continue before i hop in no you can too hop hot. in right now we're too good hot. we're good to go you're too hot to trot <laughs> too hot to trot all right well i'll try it a little bit <laughs> um first point i really want to dive into is we are a part of this natural world you know, when you, when you go to, you know, look at what we are comprised of, the same four basic elements, and Kirstie's going to kind of get into this a little bit, um, the same four elements that make our genetic DNA and our, our, our beingness, you know, this, this physical flesh suit, um, are the same four elements found in everything else in this planet, uh, Essentially, we're all essences of stardust. You know, we've got earth and water and wind and fire all around us. Um, and it's super crucial that we, that we take notice that we're a part of this natural world because so many of us think that we're above it. Mm. What I mean by thinking we're above it is we take for granted the fact that Mother Nature is responsible for sustaining our life. If... We didn't have all the trees collecting CO2 and pushing out oxygen, and we didn't have the ocean responsible for every second breath we take. I'll say that again. The ocean is responsible for every second breath you take. So if you didn't have those aspects about nature, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't live. Right? And that even even with the bees. Yeah, even you know, even even with the bees. Bees are very crucial when it comes to pollination. You know, they they help pollinate the, 
the earth. They bring new flowers to light. Um, they also provide beautiful honey and they don't make honey alone. Um, they also don't spend time talking to flies as to why they don't eat shit. So there's a good one for you. But um, nature's just, it's super beautiful and it sustains us. And it's important for us to get back to living in reciprocity with nature. You know, instead of, you know, when you're walking, when you're taking a walk and you see a piece of trash on the, on the side of the road, pick it up. You can always wash your hands when you get back home. Pick it up, put it in the trash can, put it in the recycle bin. Because whenever you see that trash on the ground, that is disrupting the natural cycle of nature. And when you disrupt the natural cycle of nature, that disrupts the, you know, the rhythms of the planet, which can then disrupt the rhythms within yourself. You know, I think it's very interesting. Um, Paul Cech actually has a, a uh, reference in his book to really think about it. You know, that becoming you are what you eat. So what gets put on our crops, what gets put on our grass mm. gets eaten by the animals. Yep. What gets put in the animals gets eaten by us. And what we shit out goes back into the earth, goes back into the soil. What goes in the soil is what, you know, the plants get made of. And then, you know, thinking about all the other stuff we put on top of it. And when we mess with that natural cycle and that, um, Gosh, there was a, there was a term. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to remember it. It was on Jerry's, it was on Jerry's Instagram. It was something about like, um, not, it, it might've been natural, but it, just when we go back to that basic state of living, we are becoming more in flow with mother nature. You can see all the issues that are occurring because we think that as a collective, we think that we are above or we can outsmart Mother Nature. You know, it takes a hundred thousand years for one tenth of one percent of a gene to change. One tenth of one percent, a hundred thousand years. And we think that as a collective, that we can manipulate and we can like outsmart mother nature when mother nature is a whole lot smarter than what most people understand and what most people recognize and what most people realize and it's coming back to understanding that we are those elements you know i would not say that i'm an expert by any means i would say that in in understanding these elements i would say i'm very much a novice in understanding these elements but you know as someone who as someone who was frequently in my head and still can be from time to time in my head, that's, that's air, that's thinking, that's mind. And the thing that's going to help someone, if you're someone where your mind is going and you're thinking, get your feet on the ground, get walking, get in mother nature, get quiet, because that's going to be the opposite of pulling you, pulling you back in. We also got to understand we have our fire, we have our passion, we have our desire, we have our what we want to transform in this world we have our purpose and the antidote to that is like if you have too much fire you're going to burn out and you need to get that water you need to get that yin you need to get that flow but if you also look at it on the opposite side if you're someone who's just 
super flowy, you don't have that passion, you don't have that fire, like nothing's going to get done. And that's the same of just looking at the earth element. If you're, if you're, you know, just completely grounded, you know, I'm not saying grounded to the point to where you're centered, but if you're too much in the earth element, you become stuck and you become stagnant and you move slow and you don't have any of those ideas to move things forward. And so, um, there's a, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot you can go into those elements, but it's looking at the basis of understanding that we are, we are the basis of those. And when we start manipulating those and eating processed foods and drinking water that isn't good for us, or when we start working too much, or we start overthinking things in our life, we start to cause illness and disease in our world. And it's important to start looking back into mother nature. And we'll get into it a little bit later in the podcast. I believe it's going to be more in the extended version of, of signs and messages that you can look out for on how and what you need to do to pivot and transition and understanding the overall consensus is you are mother nature and mother nature is you you are not separate and the more you make that gap bigger the more you create disease illness and issues in your world and lost and so my thing is is simple thing is just get your feet on the ground get your bare feet on the ground and if you're someone you know it's interesting i had a i had an old client who hated the feeling of grass on her feet and you know it's it's i think it's all about putting things in perspective i used to hate i used to hate the cold when we were um when we were living in st louis and I made sure when the winter was coming around, I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn to love the cold. I'm going to learn what aspects there are about the cold. And in those moments, we allow our mind to almost play games with us or tell us how painful it is or how uncomfortable it is instead of listening to our body about how good does it feel? How centered am I? And, you know, that, that grass scenario is like, okay, is grass uncomfortable on your feet? How is illness going to feel in your body? How is disease going to feel in your body? How is cancer going to feel in your body? How is mm. um, joint pain going to feel in your body? You can sit there and be like, okay, well, those two aren't related, but they are related because we are nature and nature is us. And we are physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually a body in one. And if we're not connecting with mother nature, you're going to start getting disease and illness and it helps it helps regulate our circadian rhythms like it helps regulate our circadian rhythms and the rhythms inside of ourselves because mother nature is in rhythms what's that that line like mother nature is never in a rush but always gets everything done yep you know and so the aspects to understand of how powerful nature is and how often we've let our minds talk us out of it or how comfortable we've become as a society and trust me like I'm in there too is I'm still working on cold showers and cold baths and um you know I I do the sauna and it's a lot easier for me to get warm than cold 
And when I allow myself to get out of my head and I listen to my body, oh, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. So understanding that's my two cents and understanding like we are not separate. We are not separate from the natural world. And when we start doing that, we start to break down. Absolutely. And that leads me right into the fact that because we are not separate from the natural world, it is that much more important that we leave this planet in a better condition than when we inherited it. Mm. And you can look at how we treat the planet mirrors itself with how the majority of society treats the majority of society, right? At least in the United States, we have this creation of division. Mm. What I mean by that is you're white or you're black, you're gay or you're straight, you're Christian, you're not Christian, right? You eat organic, you don't eat organic. They try to polarize us and they try to fit us into these little boxes. When you're saying they, just to clarify, who's they? Big government okay. is who I'm talking about. Okay. The big wigs that, that run the world. That it's, it's, They do this to create a, a, dis, a division and disassociation. And along with this division, we are disconnected from nature because we're so focused and wrapped up on everything else that's being pushed on us that we don't even take the time to, to realize that we're a part of this beautiful planet that has beautiful plants and animals and that has uh, a tremendous ability to not only heal itself, uh, but heal us. And so there's a, there's a stat I was researching quite a bit and it's on multiple different websites, but the website I ended up picking from was earthhuman.org. And the stat is staggering when it comes to uh, pollution into our natural oceans. Um, let's see here. I have it written down. The, the ocean has 5.25 trillion bits of plastic and trash. 269,000 tons of that mass are floating on the top while the deep water is littered with 4 billion plastic microfibers every square kilometer. That's a lot of pollution. And all that pollution is creating a very toxic ocean. And when we have a very toxic ocean, that ecosystem starts to die. For example, the coral reefs, they're dying off. They're bleaching themselves, which means that the water is so acidic that they can no longer hold on to the pigment and the natural color that they have. Well, that natural coloring provides a safe space for the natural colors of the fish. A lot of the fish you see swimming around coral reefs, they blend in with the coral reefs. It's, it's, it's their habitat. It's how they escape danger and it's how danger finds its prey. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very sad stat to read, but when you look at it, that mirrors in our society with how we treat each other. We pollute the oceans and we also pollute each other sometimes. Um, and so when it comes to taking care of this planet, um, that's also going to help heal us take care of us, if that makes sense. And if you're interested in, in taking care of the planet, I highly recommend the company. And just to say right off the bat, I am not sponsored by them. I'm not sponsored by anyone other than myself. Um, 
there's a company called four ocean this is a water bottle i got from them any product that you purchase from them goes towards pulling trash out of the ocean and all the products that you purchase from them are actually recycled materials that they pulled from the ocean um, so it's, it's it's pretty neat that there are beautiful humans out there that do care for this planet and do want to see it continue to sustain our lives um, yeah so if you're looking to help in that way um, buy organic eat organic go buy something from four ocean um, it's a beautiful way to, to learn how to not only love the planet, but love other people. There's an interesting study out there that uh, you can easily look up. It's called Pottinger's Cats. Mm. <laughs> and this is a great demonstration of what is currently going on. And it's a experiment to just simply show how manipulated food can affect um, your genes and your offspring and uh, in Pottinger's cats I believe they get to the fourth generation um, like there's slowly breakdowns of each generation by the fourth generation it's almost a complete and not a breakdown and when you look at where we're at when we've really heavily started implementing chemicals when we've really started to pull ourselves away more from nature. And I'm not saying like, you know, technology is bad because clearly like there's so many people that I get to connect with through technology, but it's learning to have that balance. And when you look at where we're at now, we're, we're in the fourth to fifth generation. And if you look, we are having a complete and utter breakdown which is is why you know we're very passionate about teaching people how to be healthier how to live more in harmony with nature um how to find balance in themselves you know even if you look during you know 2020 with what went on of the rise of suicide the mm. rise of depression the rise of anxiety the rise of alcohol the rise of you know uh, drug use and so we're at a point in our society where people would rather numb and um, sadly take their own life because they don't have the tools in their toolkit um, or possibly seeing that there is a bright future and yes we bring up all this stuff and and the things that we're sharing with it and we're sharing because for me, I believe that there's an opportunity to continually find harmony within ourselves and find harmony within this planet and find harmony with each other. And I think that that comes back to taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves and leading with our heart and loving other people and healing our trauma and working through that. And a way to do that is by, a way to do that is by um, being in tune with mother nature. And so it's just, if you want to look at that experiment, you can look up Pottinger's cats. Um, if I remember, I'll link it. I'll link it below in the show notes, um, so you can you can just quickly read it. It's a just a very interesting one, and you know, um, it just comes back to taking care of yourself and understanding we're not above any one or anything and. Um, when we can live in 
harmony and balance with the things around us for myself, for my clients, um, for those who have been around me in my world implementing the same or similar concepts. I've found the staggering of living a happier life, living a more fulfilled life, living a life um, in more pleasure. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, something else that just kind of came to mind is, is when we allow nature to reset and rest, it will heal itself. A few years ago, we had an instance where we had the chance to allow nature to rest. And there were rivers in Italy that haven't seen river dolphins in years. And all of a sudden, because we allowed nature to rest, we stopped working and doing all the time. River dolphins started to come back into the rivers of Italy and it started to clear, you know, all the, all the pollution started to kind of dilute, so to speak. And around the same time, a few years ago, the air quality, when we allowed nature to rest, the air quality improved greatly. The visibility, the breathability. And so, so nature is extremely powerful and, and it can't, it can not only heal itself, it can heal us. Like when we, when we go out and we experience breathing in the natural air of nature, it has a natural calming sense and brings us right into a parasympathetic state and can take us out of a fight or flight scenario. And it's, it's, it's just incredible the healing powers that nature can have. You know, and in our society, um, most of us are in that masculine, the yang, the doer, the fire, the go, and um, it can seem like a very simple concept of just being with nature and, and doing nothing, but it's a very powerful thing to do nothing and become the observer. And, you know, in the extended version, we didn't want to get too much into it in, in this part of it, but in the extended version, we're going to get into um, how you can learn from nature, what nature has taught us, connecting with animals and what you can learn and how everything is talking and, and are you listening. And so um, this, I think, was just a really simple one of like, don't forget that you are nature and nature is you. Mm. and in order to find health and happiness, it's about harmonizing yourself and the way you harmonize yourself is you harmonize with nature and um, find that balance. And so, you know, there's many things that you can do. We talked about um, things that you can do. You can do paid, unpaid. You can do um, your time. You can do, um, you know, just research. You can do how you live your life and your lifestyle. And so there's so many different things that you can do. Um, in this and so um, if you do want to dive deeper if you do want to dive deeper you can purchase um, level one two or three which range anywhere from $27 a month to $99 a month and um, you get bonus content you get extended versions of this you get bi-weekly group coaching calls you get our cookbook you get once a month women's group once a month men's group and so um, 
yeah, we really hope that you join us in there. And if you don't and you've really enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you just share it or like or comment or subscribe and help us in this technological world that can help us share more with the world about what has worked for us, uh, what we have found in health and happiness, what has worked with the clients we work with, and mm. just continuing um, to share a positive message in this world, whether or not you're choosing to join us through YouTube or a podcast platform or join us in our um, community and our tribe. Um, just know we're grateful that you're there and um, we hope that you continually follow along. Yeah, much love everybody. Much love. <laughs>